This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. So sign up today and receive up to a $500 risk-free sports bet. Download WinBet app today uh, or visit winnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to a $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. And we're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Sign up at UnderdogFantasy.com with promo code SGPN and receive a free $25 entry to use in the Best Ball Mania 2 for a chance to win a million dollars. And, of course, do not forget to download IRAP, the SGPN app, which is available in the App Store or Google Play Store today. All right, DJs. I know you missed us. Uh, we didn't have our normal uh, Sunday show, uh, but it's myself, uh, Boston Capital, with a god of golf himself, Steve Shermer, here for the Wyndham. Steve, we talked about it off air. Everybody seems a little uh, lagging in the uh, golf excitement. Are you ready this week? Well, I just want to pull back the curtain, and uh, I appreciate the uh, amount of energy you are bringing right now because you were uh, you've turned up about like I don't know about eighty uh, notches uh, since about a minute ago. So yeah, we, we almost just said, you know, what? you want to just not do the show tonight. <laughs> you know, our, our strokes game motivation is definitely uh, not great. I mean, it's 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 not just this event though. Um, that was uh, that was really disappointing. Uh, WGC FedEx. Oh, it's terrible. Uh, yeah. Um, so I made the bull call of going with Bryson. I, almost. I really thought almost, I had baby. it. Almost, baby. Almost. You were so close. So well, close. And, and full disclosure, I didn't even watch any of the final round because I was walking into Watkins Glen to go to the NASCAR race. But as I was walking in, I saw that after two holes, Bryson was tied for the lead. Like, all right, here we go. But, you know, I didn't want to jinx it. I didn't want to keep, like, scrolling. So, like, you know, so I'm like, all right, I'll just, you know, save it till later. And, you know, and then thank you for uh, basically <laughs> – Trying to spoil it for me uh, as I was going to get a beer. I wasn't trying to spoil it for you. I was trying to keep you updated, man. No, Listen, I, I, I told you, don't tell me. I misread the text. I told you I misread the text. There you it go. was not on purpose. If you tell me not to do it, I wouldn't have done it. Now, keep in mind, I was also just out. I played 18 rounds. Oh, 18 rounds. 18 holes in 100-degree fucking weather. I had probably six gin and tonics and uh, a Gatorade. So, you know, it, bal- it balanced out. Yeah, so. there you go. Yeah, that, that Gatorade keeps you hydrated and uh, helps metabolize all the alcohol, yeah, right? Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, so, th- I mean, that was disappointing. Uh, Bryson, I think, what, he almost hit it out of bounds and hit a tree and then yeah. got a six on a hole. Like, yeah. that's that's now three in a row that he was in contention and just crapped the bed on Sunday. Like, and, and it seems like, and I, and it, it seems like the general... I guess attitude and perception coming out of uh, Sunday was he kind of went on tilt because of a he got put on the clock and b the fans got on him for Brooksy and it just it just screws with them like and 
he deserves he, all this. Yeah, he didn't talk to the media. Like, he dodged yeah. the media and shit because of his fucking vaccine comments. Like, ooh, I'm, I'm saving it for the people. Hey, idiot. Fucking this shit, this shit expiring all over the country. Don't pretend like you're being high and mighty about it. Like, if you could have just, if all he would have to say is everything, like every other ass, athlete, like, hey, uh, it's a personal decision, whatever, blah, 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 whatever their nonsense is, right? That's fine. Don't. Try to be the fucking white knight. Like, I'm saving it for an old lady in Wisconsin. Go fuck yourself. I fucking hate Bryson. I hate him so much. So, I, so much. For so I mean, I hate, I hate him more for betting reasons. Oh, no. I hate him for everything. His personality, his terrible PR, his non-self-awareness, his blowing up people's bets on the back end. Like, he, he – I just – I can't with him anymore. I really can't. Like, he is – to the point, like, I just uh, – he uh, – the sight of him – Makes my blood pressure rise. He he just shoots even par. He wins. And then what yeah. the hell happened to Harris English too? Just blown up in the back nine too. Like because of slow play. Because Bryson's taking eight. You know minutes that's actually fucking, a great point. It, it, he's taking eight minutes to line up a fucking putt. Like it, it's it, like it's insane. And like I told you, because obviously you know on Twitter I was like, dude, the, the my timeline on Sunday and and Monday was just littered with slow play Bryson videos. Like he he did the same shit. Didn't yell fucking four again. It's the same shit with this asshole every fucking week. He's yeah. he's a dick. He is a He's a fucking dick, and I don't like him. All right. Well, you know what? It's, he's gonna he's gonna need to do some forgiving for me before I bet on him again. But um, so, did you have Burns? Because you t- you sent me kind of a nasty text, uh, I did. which I, did. I fired off a nasty text back to you. <laughs> Dude, that stash was bad for Burns. I I didn't even see him on the covers because I just yeah. I didn't watch. It's, so yeah, it's uh, I, I would like it, I would like him to shave that stash before I bet him again. But the same thing, it was just a stupid number. I thought it was a dumb number, so whatever. Like there you go. Well, uh, congratulations, to Abe. Answer. Uh, by the way, he went off at thirty-five to one, so that actually continues the trend. So it really does, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. But this actually might be the last WGC. But he's not a major winner. So, so I guess we bet well, he's answer. No, oh, no, that, no, 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 no. So, so now he's going to win a major, right? So now we have to bet actually, him as a major. That's true. He's going to win a major now. He's going to win the Masters. That's the only major he can win, yeah? God. I think right? Nagels, I mean, I think Nagels might shoot himself at that. <laughs> I'm just, what, what, other, what other major can he win? He's not winning the U.S. Open. He can win the U.S. Open. There's a couple of U.S. Open spots coming up that might fit him. I mean, he could win at Brookline. He could win at uh, L.A. Uh, Country Club. That's gonna be firm and fast. That kind of fits yeah. his game. Okay, I can see the. Yeah. I can see LA Country Club. Fine. He could win in my. At the, he could win the Oak Hill, my neck of the woods. That's kind of like a golf course. Is kind of like you know hasn't been able to get beat by gouge. Like you gotta hit the fairway. Like that could fit his game. So I don't know. We'll see. But uh, right. no, I mean, but that might be the swan song for the WGC. Um, yeah, how about that? last week with the new schedules? There's only two on it. Um, there's now some substantial doubt that the one in China is going to go off in November. And then there's the match play. That's it. I do like match play. I hope they keep the match play. I enjoy match play. It's a nice break. I think I like match just, play. just, just make it a PGA tour tournament and just, fine, get just keep the WC label. Fine. Yeah, that's fine. As long as they keep the actual match play of it. All right, I'm fine with that too. So, all right. While we move on to the Wyndham, I'm done talking about that. Let's go. Let's talk about another stupid tournament. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Wyndham. So, I'm going to give I, I put out my article uh, yesterday. Usually we would have a preview show of where I go more in depth. Let's get the Clifton's version of uh, Wyndham. So if you want to go look at about the architecture, some of the history of the place, you know, go check out sports gambling podcast.com. You know, I'll talk about how they uh, renovated it. You know, some of the history behind it, how Sam Sneed got actually banned from uh, the golf course at one point. 
But let's get the Cliff Notes version. This is Donald Ross. This is only the second Donald Ross they play on the PGA Tour. The other one is Detroit Golf Club. It's Bermuda grass. It's about 7,100 yards. But where they hit the ball, like either like, you know, the shapes of the holes or cut off dog legs. There's some elevated tee boxes, too. It plays under 7,000 yards. Um, this is also a golf course that has really high rates of uh, fairways hit and greens hit. The greens are really big there. After the renovation, they've expanded the greens. They tend to be really soft, too, and really receptive. Uh, the greens regulation rate tends to be about 75%. And then guys are, even though the fairways are kind of narrow at Sedgefield, guys are either really accurate off the tee or they're taking less than driver. They hit the fairway about 70%. So when you have a golf tournament where 70% of the field is hitting the fairways and over 70% are hitting green regulation, that's why I get winning scores about 22 under par every year. And that's where I get this week. So, you know, as far as what up guys, I'm you know going to target. Like, I think when people look at the fact that this is a tournament that 20 under par generally wins it, you tend to think, oh, well, it's just a really it's a putting contest. But it actually hasn't totally been the case. Like there's been good putters, obviously, who have won this thing, but that's not really how they did it. So a couple of years ago, JT Poston, great putter. We know this, but he only gained about a stroke per round putting. Uh, on his way to the win. That was only 17th in the field that week. Brant Snedeker gained less than a stroke per round putting. Uh, Siwoo Kim barely gained any strokes putting. Now, I'm not sure if it's because of just who is in the field. Like, there's a lot of really good putters generally play the Wyndham. Like, it's a, it's usually average to below average PGA Tour players. And generally, those types of players keep their card not from ball striking, but from really good putting a short game. Maybe it's just because... There, it's harder to separate yourself from the field, or is it just not as important? I'm not sure, but it seems like the ball striking is what really separates yourself here. Like, you know, JT Poston was awesome tee to green when he won. Uh, Jim Herman was awesome tee to green when he won. You know, Brant Snedeker's, you know, th- and there's also some really good iron players around one here too. Like, you know, Snedeker's a really good wedge player. Siwoo Kim, you can get really high with his ball striking. Henrik Stenson is a former winner. Like, he, he had, and the, the dip, and like the difference with him is just like he got really hot with a putter when he won. Uh, Sergio's a former winner. Patrick Reed's a former winner. Webb Simpson, former winner. So, I mean, there's definitely a template of who tends to win this thing. Um, so as far as what I'm looking at, you know, there is uh, kind of like last week at TPC Southwind, there is a penalty for missing the fairway just because a lot of people are hitting fairways and it's hard to hit upper meter rough. So, you know, drive accuracy is going to be important. Hitting your short to mid irons is really important. A uh, data golf actually started, uh, if you subscribe to their service, they started breaking down the percentage of shots from different, uh, distances and most of the approach shots this week, but the overwhelming amount is between like 125, 175 yards. It's well above PG tour average. There's not many shots like over between like 175 and 200. So a lot of short irons, a lot of mid irons get tested. And then, you know, putting well in Bermuda helps too. I talked about the golf courses last week that you, that you want to look at for like pure Bermuda, go look at those again. And then just, I don't know, I mean, I'm just going to kind of, I mean, like we mentioned, like, this is kind of a field tournament for me. I'm not really all that engaged into it. So I, I, I'm just, you know, going to take some shots here. I'm also kind of like with the 3M, going to save some bullets for live betting. Yeah, absolutely. It's a wide open tournament. I'm not going to get too committed and stuff, especially guys over 70 to one. And, you know, and I, I have a list of guys I'm going to monitor on Thursday. And then if they start getting hot, maybe I might live bet them. But yeah, I'm not getting too committed on stuff pre-tournament and just see how this thing goes. Yeah, absolutely. I'm with All right. You. I'm here. Yeah, All right so it. let's talk about the weather report. Uh, it's going to be hot as fuck. Let's move on. <laughs> yep. 
<laughs> there you yeah, go. It's Greensboro, North Carolina in the summer. <laughs> I, I they got moved this thing in the fall. They really do. So here's a problem though. When you move, uh, you move a tournament like this into the fall, like for whatever reason, it's, it gets just super windy and it's kind of yeah, cold. That's, that's good though. We yeah, want- no, I know, I know, I know. I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, I don't- Do you really want to see another 20 under tournament like no, that we've seen no. like five times already this summer? Wow. And plus, it's like a Donald Ross. who plays a little firm and fast. It might be actually kind of cool. Like this thing is just a dartboard every year. I know. So, it's, it's, and I think Wyndham would appreciate the fact that, like, maybe if you move in the fall, you might get a little. I don't know. Maybe some better guys instead of jamming it between a WGC and a FedEx Cup playoffs. And like, <laughs> like they tried to make this thing matter a couple years ago. Like, remember that like Wyndham Rewards top ten? Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah it was like it was stopped like, doing it was like that. Two million dollars or something stupid to the yeah, top. Yeah. Stopped top doing that after no one showed up. I think Paul Casey was the only cheap bastard who showed up and wanted that. Listen, I would have fucking showed up. Too. Hell yeah. But yeah, because you're Boston Capper and uh you know you're not Paul Casey. That's so, it. Um so yeah, I mean listen, like uh this is definitely a term that's kind of gotten lost in the sands of times. We got football coming up. Yeah. I mean, I think you can tell just from our excitement, well, lack of excitement that uh <laughs> we're struggling to get through this show, but uh we'll do our best to uh give you all the plays and fades. So yeah. Absolutely. Why don't we uh, go through ownership real quick? Uh, over $10,000. It seems like it's on two guys. It's on Webb Simpson. No surprise. He's awesome here. He's named his daughter, Wet, uh, Wyndham. So she's, uh, or well, not she, he. Uh, he's about 25% ownership. Louis Uswe since over 20. He's just been great. Uh, he played well again at Southwind. You know, kind of petered the end, but this is another type of golf course kind of fits his game where he's really accurate and get hot with the potter. He's been hit his irons. Good. You know, see if that continued. Jason Kokrak's also getting uh, a little bit more ownership too. I think that's a little bit of a Patrick Reed bump uh, after Reed withdrew. So he's at 60%, uh, $9,000 range. It's on two guys. It's on Sung JM. He's been just terrible, but people are banging on the fact that he's been really good here. And he's really good at Bermuda. I don't know. We'll see. And then Russell Henley is uh, very popular. So just under 20%. Um, spoiler, I really like Henley this week. I'll talk about all the reasons why. Other than that, though, no one's really popular in the $9,000 range. It's a lot of, you know, between 5 and 10%. Yep. Um, $8,000 range, you got Seamus Power, first tournament back from the Barbasol, 17%. 17%, man. Yeah, we're going to talk about him a little bit. Uh, you got Charles Schwartzel, 19%. He is, I think, the most popular outright pick I've seen. Kind of like, really? our, yeah. Well, if it's not Webb, it's, yeah, it's Charles Schwartzel. So he's like the trendy sleeper pick. Fucking Ricky's at 10%. Well, it's his last chance dance. You know, he's on hanging on the outside. Please, he's going to get every fucking, any sponsor exemption he wants next year. Who cares? Well, I, I know, but he's also, he has a motivation to play just so he can play in the playoffs, too. Why? So we can get bounced in the first fucking. I think everybody gets paid. I think if you make the top uh, 125, I think you get like 25 grand just for making it. And then I think so 25 grand to him doesn't mean shit. That'll be like us picking up a fucking whatever. five. Dollar. It's still cash. Oh, so cash. Um, and then ninth, seven thousand average. I mean, there's we're going to talk about this. There's a it's it's like the golden corral of like, you know, pick whatever <laughs> you want down there. There's so <laughs> many good names down there. Like, yeah, Mita Pereira, you got Brand Snedder, Taylor Gooch. Um, I, and there's only really one guy, though, that's kind of separated himself. Hank Lebiota, who has nope. been steaming hot, hasn't played for a couple weeks, 18%. We'll see how that goes. And then under $7,000, you got Brian Stewart coming off a decent 3M open. I'm not sure. Did he play at uh, 
the uh, Barracuda last week. I'm not sure. I'm actually not. I don't think if he did, he didn't do much. But he's at 10 percent ownership. I know he played well at the 3M because I think I lied at him at like 150 to one. And Mm -hmm. he played all right. Uh, Hamrick Norland has been playing a little better lately, too. He's at 8.8 percent. I think Duffner's got some steam as well. Let's see. I don't see the usual. It's always usual. So, yeah, it's it's basically anyone who pops a ball striking under seven thousand dollars is is popping. So so that's the ownership. And uh, yeah, why don't we uh, take a break before we start uh, breaking down the tiers? Yeah, man. Listen, well, are you ready to win money and boost your bets? WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and we're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from the NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, and more. Great promo promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. Uh, so are you ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer, risk-free $500 sports bet. So download, bet, and win. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to start winning. You know, side point, hey, win. I'm staying at the Encore when I come out to Vegas for the first week. Uh, so that's going to be super fun. Really excited about that. There you go. You can put down a couple bets on maybe the Ryder Cup or uh, maybe on uh, Masters next year. Yeah, you should definitely. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm definitely, I'm, definitely, I'm definitely betting Ryder Cup. On yeah, you're definitely putting down a big bet on Team Europe. I can see it already. <laughs> Fuck you, man. No way. <laughs> All right. Let's go on. Let's go break down DraftKings. Let's start a $10,000 tier. And uh, yeah, Boston Capper, it's, uh, I've done a lot of talking. It's uh, time yeah. for you to Let's go. All right. So this has been a theme with me lately, man. Like, uh, really, I think there's only one guy I'd play up here. Um, other than that, um, I'm just fading them, right? Obviously, reads out. So you got uh, Decky, uh, Usti, Webb, uh, Wilsey, and Kokrak. So I, I, I fade Webb just – I think I did the same fucking thing last year, and it didn't pan out. But, I mean, the ownership's just too much. Like, he's going to be he's gonna be higher than 25%. Like, everybody is clicking him. He's going to be like a 30 to 35%. So it's worth, for me, for the game theory, just to fade him. Um, Hideki – uh, his putting looked like uh, the old Hideki uh, this past weekend. Wilsey can't putt, great ball striker, but I feel like he's better with his long irons than his short irons. I don't, I don't know if that's accurate or not, but that's in my brain, and uh, I would just rather kind of go down. Same thing with Kokrak. Like, I like Kokrak fine, um, but the only player I'm playing up here is Usti. But here's what I'm worried about. You tell me if you, tell me if you think this is right. Has he been playing too much, like Patrick Reed? Do you think maybe that's why he faded on the weekend? I mean, he didn't play the Olympics, so he had a week yeah. off. Played last week. No, he was playing Maybe. a lot. I mean, look, he played Minnesota, he played, which he never plays. All right, played, so, so all right, let's, let's let's break it down. So he played Scottish Open, British Open, Open Championship, Three oh. M, yep. week off, WGC. Okay. Yeah, he's played a lot. That's a lot for him. Now he's got the playoffs going. Yeah, yeah. So I, I honestly think I might just skip this whole fucking range, honestly. But if I'm gonna play anybody. I still think Usti wants to win uh, in American soil, but but yeah, man. I mean, that's the only one for me. That's it. Okay. All right. I mean, I don't actually mind Hideki um, just because, I mean, let's see, he did come off the playoff, but like the ball striking is awesome. He's really good tee to green hit on Bermuda, pure Bermuda golf courses. I know the putting numbers suck, but I mean, Hemrick Stenson won here. 
It's fair. I mean, Matsuyama could probably do the same thing. Yeah. Uh, and I'm actually, I don't mind Will Zalatoris either. Like, I, I think the one concern for me is just, I saw an article that apparently his back is really screwed up. Like, it's, it's oh, kind of like from, Jason from the From the Open still? Yeah, it's still, he's screwed up. And he's like, he said, like, I don't know how, when I'm going to be feeling right. But he played well last week at Memphis. Like, I don't know. Can he continue? And, like, if he's right, then, you know, I mean, he is the second best ball striker in this range. So, yeah. I don't know. It's kind of a risk, but he doesn't really have a whole lot of ownership. There might be a little bit of uh, some leverage there, like, you know, leverage away from Louis and Webb. Like, I, I agree. Like, the popularity, I think, on Louis and Webb is just, it's enough for me for to stay away from DFS. And there's a lot of guys, like, down in this, like, I don't, like, like there's a lot of, cheaper players I like a lot better than the guys above 9,000 this week. Like, I, like there's a lot of guys who just aren't really playing well this, you know, heading in that are really expensive. Like Kokrak's kind of lost some steam mm-hmm. a little bit. I mean, we see that Webb is like, he had a good Sunday, but you know, yeah. overall though, he did, wasn't, didn't really do much on the weekend. Louis faded, um, you know, Will's out Taurus, like what, what did he do last week? I don't know. So, uh, there, there's definitely, I think with my builds, I'm probably going a little lower and then load up on a bunch of guys in the sevens. And that's what I've been doing too. Yeah. So, and, 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 and when we go talk about it, like there's so many names in the sevens that so like, many. even though that might be the most popular build, like you're going to differentiate yourself just because there's just a lot down there. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Break down the night game range. All right. All right. So you got Brian Harmon, 9,900. You got your boy, Tommy Fleetwood, 9,700 bucks. Who, uh, you're going to you're gonna be smiling when you go to that win bet uh, uh, window. And you're like, all right, I'm going to put on Team Europe and Tommy Fleetwood. Let's go. Uh, Sung JM, 9,600 bucks. You got Russell Henley, 94. Matthew Wolf at 9,300. Adam Scott, 9,200. Steve Kim, 9,100. Bubba Watts, $9,000. Kind of the same thing in the $10,000 range. I don't really hold, like a whole lot here. Like Brian Harmon seems like he's kind of lost some steam a little bit. I don't trust Sung Jay at all. And if he's going to be popular, that's a no thanks for me. Um, I mean, I guess Adam Scott's got some motivation because he's outside the top 125. But I don't know. I, he probably might be looking for like a maybe some time off. So <laughs> I, don't know, I don't really care. I'd like <sighs> I'm going to let you have Siwoo this week. I'm going to be off him. Uh, and then I just I, I don't how are you going to be off of Siwoo this week? He's one here. I'm up. A top five, top three. Because every DGEN's on him this week. I don't think so. He's he's less. He's less than ten percent owned. All right, betting wise, everyone's betting him. Yeah, because it's a FOMO and they know it. Fine. So the guys are on. I mean, I mean, listen. I like Russell Henley. He's been really close to winning over the last year. Like he's been in the mix a lot. He's playing great tee to green coming in. He's really good on Bermuda golf course. Is really good here. He tends to putt really well on Bermuda. And actually, like the putter for a while, that's what was holding him back. He's actually putting well now. Ball striking numbers are great. Like, fine. That's good enough for me. And then this is going to continue a theme for me. From and I got the idea from the 3M and I continued it last week and Bryson almost won. What if we're just wrong and just Matthew Walsh is I knew it. I knew I knew it was coming. I, I mean, listen, like he did play well here in 2019. Like I think yeah. he finished like T18. He was fine. Like he did like he had so he had two really good rounds at Southwind and two really bad rounds. But the ceiling is there. Like if he, oh, yeah. I mean, if Cam Champ can put four rounds together, why can't Matthew Wolf, who I think is an infinitely better player than him, 
much more, you know, higher pedigrees. Hit his irons, okay. He's putting well. Like, off the tee, he's a mess. But you know what? Maybe if he's, like, clubbing, maybe he can show some discipline, club down a little bit, kind of show a little more discipline than Siwa showed on the fourth hole last last year before he roped, roped one, you know, into the crap, and he, like, took, like, a double bogey to end his tournament. Yeah, that was fun. So, was fun. yeah, I, I mean, like, I... I I, I, he doesn't have a lot of ownership, and I just—I know it's a funny feeling. I got that Matthew Wolf is gonna actually kind of show up this week. Okay, so I, I so I, I like Henley and Wolf in this range. All right, well, so, but you know what's funny is actually last week he was terrible on approach. He was good with putting, fine off the off the tee, uh, basically net zero. But his approach, he almost lost two shots to the field. No, I know it was it was two really bad rounds. But that his first round, he was really good with his irons. Yeah, he's, he's got it in his game. Yeah, yeah. And, and if you actually look back, like if you're worried about off the tee, he's really only had one bad performance out of his last five. Okay, well there you go. I mean, I have a lot more long range numbers, like in his. Listen, in. It's the it's the yeah. same thing when we talk about football. They're like, well, the Browns win fucking this way on this. I'm like, I don't give a shit what the 2015 Browns team did. It doesn't matter. No, so. I, I I get it. Like <laughs> I'm looking at the numbers and like they're negative, but I know Matthew Wolf is like. Yeah. When it's on, like he's going to gain a bunch of strokes off the tee, like Bryson Ken. So, oh, at some point, yeah. Turn yeah, it really just looks like one bad stretch over a little bit. Anyway, sorry, didn't mean to right. do that. All right, but that, that's it. It's Henley Wolf right. for me in that range. All right, so I, I don't need to add anything to Henley. I love Henley as well. Um, and it's Sewell, man. I mean, his history here is so fucking good. He's such a elite ball striker. Like, if not now, win. If not now, win. If not now, win. Man, he already I mean, won this year. Yeah, but I'm saying like he's got to he's got to I don't know he's got to make he's got to get himself out of the doldrums of uh, of military service and uh, the doldrums of being sad about losing the Olympics. All right, yeah. fine, yeah. whatever, man. Fuck. Listen, I love Siwa. I'm not fucking not betting him here. He's one here, top three, top five, one miscut. Yeah, listen, like d- don't try and justify like you're Bryce and try and justify you know not getting the vaccine. Just say you love Siwa and you're betting him. That's it. Siwa. All right, fine, that's it. And so you think Hammond's kind of lost it because I was looking at him as like maybe the highest one. And I was kind of waffling on him a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. He didn't. I don't think he, did he. How did he do last week at Southwind? Not he didn't really do a whole lot, right? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I'm looking at like his over the last twelve rounds. He's only gained about half a stroke per round, like total. Like, and that's off. Like he was. He was humming at like one and a half for a while, and I think he's kind of subsided a little bit. Like the ball striking scenes have gone away a little bit from him. Like yeah. he's not hitting his irons as good. He's still putting okay. And he's accurate. I don't know. I just, okay. I mean, he's been good here. He's good on these types of tracks, okay. but I don't know. All right, cool. Not for well, me. All right, I'm fine with it. All right, well, listen, before we uh, before we jump into uh, the 8K range, uh, got to let you know about Prop Swap, man. Um, once again, uh, they need to uh, hurry up and legalize this stuff down here in Florida, man. Don't get WinBet. Don't get Prop Swap. I tell you guys all about all these great products. I don't get to fucking use them. Um, so, listen, uh, we are brought to you by Prop Swap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Football season is about to kick off, and Prop Swap is here to make this your best season ever. With Prop Swap, your bet doesn't need to win. In order to make money, it just needs to improve. For example, last year, Mac Jones, Mac Jones, baby, Patriots starting quarterback was 25 to one 
to win the Heisman Trophy. And then by November, he became the favorite prop swap customer who bet $100 on Mac before the season sold that Heisman ticket on prop swap for $1,000, cashing out at the right time, right before Devonta Smith ran away from the field. Think of prop swap like the stock market, but for sports betting, buy low and sell high. The average seller on prop swap makes about $500 a month just by listing and selling tickets. And remember, when making your bets, go for two. Make two tickets for the same team so you can sell one for a profit profit, and keep one uh, to leave yourself some skin in the game. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. All right. Let's go to the 8,000 range. Let's kick it off with you. Mac Jones, baby. God, I hope he's our starting How's he doing? How's the uh, scuttlebutt out of camp? Uh, uh, it's like back and forth. Like, here's the thing. Everybody, I feel like everybody else is like me. Everybody just wants anybody but Cam, man. ABC, right? Anybody but Cam. So I think everybody's probably looking at him through like rose-colored glasses. But I mean, at the same point, he's doing his Belichick. I don't fucking know. It seems like it goes back and forth on a daily basis, but it seems like he's ahead now and maybe he'll start. I don't know. I fucking hope so, man. I can't watch another season of Cam, bro. I think it's gonna be. I think you're gonna get the September of Cam. <sighs> that's that's what everybody's saying because they don't want Mac Jones to go against Brady in Week Four. Like I'm like, why? Like why? So why? So we can get, just get throttled, fucking fifty-eight to fucking whatever with Cam Newton throwing a can of paint out there. Fucking you ridiculous. you know you're gonna be room for Brady in the game anyway. So <laughs> absolutely, matter. absolutely not. No, not against. Mac. Yes, root, you will. No, I will. Absolutely not. I root for the laundry. I root we'll for the laundry. We'll, we'll we'll see when the Patriots are zero and three going to that game with like a minus like forty five point differential. I don't listen. Tom Brady is always forever my fucking quarterback. He gave me the best twenty years any sports fan could ever fucking ask for. I will always be loyal to him until he comes to the Foxborough and plays the Pats. I want my Pats to win. All right, fine. Then you want every uh, ACL you know, ligament to rupture in his knee? No, absolutely not. I would never wish such a thing. You see, watch. There you go. No. Right, Listen, he's not Peyton Manning. All right. The, uh, <laughs> the, uh, all right. 8K range always. Actually, you know, the range is probably about, it's, it's actually longer than a 9K range this week. Kind of weird. So you got uh, your boy, Bobby Mack, uh, Tommy's boy, Kevin Na, <laughs> Gary Woodland, uh, Ricky Fowler, uh, Seamus, Kiz, Streelman, Munez, uh, Schwartzel, and Rose. Oh, and EVR. EVR is at 8K too. Um, yeah, man. So, I can't play Seamus Palmer at 17%. I just can't. I can't Why not? It. Why are you turning your back on him? Because it's too much, man. 17%. I mean, He's look. He's gained two and a half strokes per round over his last 12 rounds. Yeah, I'm very well aware. I, I looked. Are you? Are yeah, you? I was. I looked. And he was on fire even before the win. And somehow I still messed with Benny because it was a goddamn off-field event. Um, I don't care. I'm not playing. He's too chalky. Like, I, I, I'll flirt. I'll flirt with Betty. Like I, I didn't put it down yet, but I wanted to hear a little bit about what you thought of it. But I would bet him. I'm definitely not playing him at 70% in DFS. Give me Kiz at 6%. And give me Mutis at less than 6%. Like, this is the perfect golf course for him. Perfect. Well, he hasn't played great here. Really? I didn't yeah, think it was that bad. No, nah, it's pretty bad. How bad? It's pretty bad. I got. I think he's missed the cut twice and finished like T48. Oh, so that's I don't care. No, okay. actually, no, no, no. He made the cut, but he finished like almost DFL when he made the cut. It's fine. He missed the cut in our time, and he finished like 40th or something, whatever. I don't care. He's a different golfer now. Fucking, he, he already should have should, should won. He should have won already this year. And I and I agree. He's playing great. He's yeah. been in contention a lot. Do you know how many times he's been within five strokes of the lead uh, after 54 holes the last two years? Last two years? Yeah. Six. 11. 
Damn, for real? Yeah, that's tied for most in the tournament with Sung Jae-in, by the way. Oh, God. Yeah, he's in the mix a lot of these types of events. Yeah. Like, he's been playing good. Like, he's got, he, what, he finished T4 at the Olympics, finished T4 oh. at um, the John Deere. And actually, I got my hands on the strokes gain data for the Olympics. He killed it in that event, T to green. So, yeah, so I like him a lot. I don't care about the bad course history. Like, in general, he's good on Bermuda. He's hitting his irons great. He putts well on Bermuda. His only win came on Bermuda at the Sanderson. No. So I'm good with him. I mean, I, I Charles Schwartzels is playing well. Like I know he's chalky, but you know, if you got to eat chalk, I think that's fine. Um, Gary Winland made some noise last week at the Barracuda. I think he finished like top 10. Maybe some people aren't paying attention to that. And I mean, listen, like if he's, I, it's always a question if, he, if he's healthy or not with a hip, but what's his ownership? Like eh, 8%. Eight. You know, that's fine. I mean, listen, if a pedi- guy with his pedigree and, yeah. Like he tends to be really good on Bermuda golf courses. He's gained about like 0.8 strokes per round on, in his career on Bermuda on oh. T to green. So, and you're going to hate me for this. I really like Kevin Nah this week. <laughs> really? He's playing really good. He eats this play. He does. He plays really well here. Plays really well at comp course. Like, like some of the other like courses where it's high fairways hit, high greens and regulation hit. Like, you're kidding like a lot of shots between 125 and 175. Yeah. That's like colonial. That's like Wiley. That's TPC Summerlin. He's won at all three of those places. So true. I think he has two top tens. He's played this event three times. He has two top tens. He hasn't played since 2017. I mean, I I just I really like him this week. Like the guy for 800 bucks, he's got a lot of win equity compared to a lot of people in this field. So that's fine. And listen, I, I didn't, I didn't, I liked Nah before he fucking uh, highbrowed my boy. That's so. true. And as far as Seamus Power, I just, I think this is his first time playing since the Barbasol. I that's like the apex for him. This one's apex. No, no, no I'm just, I, I'm just saying. I think, I think it's the apex. You think it's, no, I don't think it's his apex. Seamus, don't listen to him. Don't listen. To him. Okay. All right. I think it's his apex for now. How about that? Fine for this season. I'll give you that. Next season. Rockstar, let's go. All right, um, <laughs> all right. and then I—I I know you like Kisner. I like Kisner. The Open, he sucked. I like Kisner last week, and he sucked. I think I'm just off. All right. I just he like. Play, the I know he plays. I know he plays well. This event very well, but I—he—he he ain't right. Yeah. Listen, I just—I like the ownership, and it's a good pivot off of, of Seamus Power at 8,500, where I can shave 11% off the field. Somebody who has played well here. This is the type of course you think of a guy like his for. Like typically, he would be much higher on than this, so I just feel like it's a good leverage spot. Okay. All right. Well, then we will go on to Virgin Pass with Kevin. <laughs> Fair enough, brother. Fair enough. Um, all right. Seven K range. All right. Do you want to go first? Because I like everybody, and maybe I'll I mean I pass. Yeah, like I kind of like everybody too, right? So like I was like, man, it's fucking hot. Like I, I don't even, I legitimately don't even have a fade down here. I'm like, yeah, fine. I could see you playing him. I could see. Playing I mean, him. I think, I think I have one fade. I had one, and I wrote it. And I wrote Chez Rivi just because of the ownership. I actually, all right, that's not it. All right, I'll just say just because of the ownership. Right, so, so talk about why do you why are you fading Chez then? But literally the ownership. That's it. Literally at fourteen percent. All right. I mean, everything else looks great about him. I know, but I think I lost money on him. I think did I bet him last week with the stupid stable for scoring, or was that I always I get no hit? Idea. 
I get him and the other one confused all the time. Grio, Grio, that's why I bet. Um, <laughs> Grio blew it. Grio blew it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We didn't even talk about that on the last pod. Remember, I was like, I got two outrights. I got two female Olympics. Yeah, and it was Grio. Fucking ruin it. I was like, oh, I looked on Saturday. I was like, ooh, look at this. Just an outstanding betting weekend for both of us. Then just golfers getting in the lead, screwing us. Trash. All right. I like this. This is like my cast of characters down here, and I don't care that Lebiota's eighteen percent. Like he was. On such fire going in until obviously the, the stuff happened with his dad. And he had to withdraw. Um, you know, uh, uh, look, I, I think uh, I think it gives him uh, some good medals, some good motivation to play. Um, and he played like he was getting ready to win. Like you could feel it. You could feel it. So I'm on him. Uh, Vegas is playing great. I was. I want you to talk to me about Mito Pereira. Um, cause I, I feel like I can't get a, a gauge on that dude. And then, I mean, seriously, who, who do you hate down here? Who can you hate? I get my, I'll just give you my favorites. Vegas, Liviota, uh, Lanto, and I'm going back to your boy, Chris Kirk. Because, okay. I mean, he's 7,200. Like, I feel like this is this is the type of course for him, too. Okay. All right. Well, let's talk about Mita for Pereira for a second. So, yeah. I actually have the uh, some source gain numbers for him. Okay. So, over his last 16 rounds, which covers the... John Deere, the Barbasol, the 3M Open, and the Olympics. He has, gained, he has gained a total of 27 strokes tee to green over those 16 rounds, including eight at the Olympics. God damn, son. That's a, that's a, that, was, that was a real field, too. Like, I know that it was a little top-heavy, but there was some good names up at the top there, and he hung, he held his own pretty good. Yeah, there was, there was, and, 12, good, there was 12 good golfers in the Olympics. That's fine. And they were all towards the top, man. Yeah. But that that's that's fine with me. Um, I, I think with Pereira, like, is this ownership really real? I thought he was going to be like 20 percent. No, it's, it's only, only 11. It's only, it's only I know yeah. if he's only 11, I'm playing that all day. Okay. Like, I, I, yeah, that's why so I wanted you to talk to me about him. Um, I mean, like, there's just so many guys. That's right. Like, Brant Snedeker is still playing well. He's a former winner here. Cool with him. Your boy, Johnny Vegas. And by the way, happy one year anniversary to us, by the way. This was our first podcast last year. Was and it? And the first guy you recommended was Johnny Vegas, Johnny Vegas who was <laughs> DFL after the first day. He was. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah. And then we redeemed ourselves with a Billy Horschel outright, which he promptly blew it down the back nine. We're really good at picking guys who blow it on the back nine, don't aren't we? Yeah, for real. That's yeah, that we actually do have it. We yeah, we're we're uh we're like uh, grenades, man. We're horseshoes and horseshoes and hand grenades. We're yeah, there you go. Keegan blew it on the back nine for us. Bryson blew it on the back nine for us. Sam Burns blew it in the uh, playoff. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> so I mean, like, like there's a litany of names down this list that I just love. Taylor Gooch, Pan Kazire, Chaz Ruby, CT Pan coming right. back here after the Olympics. You know, like it. Chris Kerr, Joel Damon played well at the Barracuda last week. He plays really well in Bermuda. Bo Hogue's been playing great lately. Putt's really good in Bermuda. Like, you love you know, Bo he's Hogue. gained a lot of strokes. T to green. That's great. Ryan Armour played awesome at 3M. Like, he's accurate. He's hitting his irons great. Putt's well in Bermuda. Was it Mark, Hub- Mark Hubbard, same thing. I, you know, I said about Ryan Armour. So the only guy I don't like down here is Hank Lebiota, the most popular guy. Right. Not so very did- good. Not very good in Bermuda. Not a very good course history. Not very good at some of the other comp courses I looked at. And I just like Hank is he's playing just way above his baselines. Like I I don't think he's as good as what he's showing here. I think that was a really big hot streak. I think he's crashing back down to earth this week, especially with everybody on him. So uh, okay. that's the guy I'm off. 
all right. Yeah, I mean, listen, I don't hate it. I mean, look, I mean, I get it. Like, if, if I wasn't, I feel like because I was on him so strong when he would before he withdrew, like I probably would fade a little bit because I'm so, but because I'm so contrarian almost everywhere else. Like I have low ownership. I don't really have anybody other than maybe Henley. Like I can afford, I can afford to eat it. However, that Pereira stat was uh, was changing. I might have to rethink this because I've, I've been leaving money on the table because I'm not, I'm, I'm not buying anybody big and I'm not really dipping into the sixes. I have the money. I think. Let me go look at Pereira. You want a stat on Pereira? Yeah. Yeah. Hold up. So he's played 18 uh, stroke link uh, measured rounds since he got the uh, the bet the the uh, promotion from the Corn Ferry. Yeah. So he's gained 0.8 strokes per round off the tee. He's hitting 70 percent of his fairways. He is a driving machine. What's his? I'll write that. Oh. I think it's like 66. Yeah. I think I might add that. I'm right right. I'm right I, I, I don't hate that. Yeah, I'll take yeah. that. I'm okay. Gonna, I'm going to bet that right now. All right. Why well, move to this under seven? Oh, okay. Under seven. Sorry, I was trying to lay that. So under seven, listen, uh, to be fair, like I said, my bills really haven't been taking me a hell of a lot down here. But um, obviously, Stewart's really have popular. You know what's funny is uh, Herman is not popular this week. I figured I figured he might catch a little. Uh, a catch that a little. is surprising. It is right. Like he's he's sub. By the way, great call by us. By the way, last week we both <laughs> love the Herminator, who's first round leader. Yeah, exactly. Or no, uh, was he first, was he first round leader? Or uh, no, he missed by a shot. Yeah, missed by a shot. Fucking English burned all those tickets. Fucking asshole. Um, <laughs> the um, yeah, I like Cage Lee this week. One percent owned, right below the ten percent. Stewart Cage Lee, he fucking just won a tournament this year. Why is he sixty nine hundred dollars? Like this is this seems like a tournament. Accurate off the tee, like decent iron player, sixty nine hundred. He's he's accurate enough off the tee at sixty nine hundred. Steve, remember, keep in mind the price point, man. The price point. This is like we're we're buying we're buying sirloin. Stuff, I mean, I right? I see you know right below. KH Lee at about 62% driving accuracy. You got Jim Herman at 67. You got Brian Stewart at 73. Like, yeah, kind of dwarfs yeah. his driving accuracy. I, and they're both much better with their irons than yeah, uh, KH Lee losing about, you know, 0.1 strokes per round with his irons the last 12 rounds. I like the gamble. Um, and and love, no, you love KH Lee. You, you, because like they, Lee. you liked him. It was an itch you had, I think, at the 3M or something. He played yeah. well, so you're going back to him. Yeah, that's fine. That's fair. Um, that's definitely me. Uh, I, I get Molinari, man. Why is it Molinari? Why <laughs> off? I don't care. I, don't care. I think he's got three straight missed cuts. Which care. listen, I don't hate it because he's sixty eight hundred bucks, and that was sixty hundred bucks ago. Yeah. The stats he, aren't missed cut of the open. Him. Yeah, like the travelers, like whatever. I'm fine with it. Fine. He's getting back into the swing. Even though, even though it's a, I still, uh, I still feel bad for the cat uh, from the Masters, and I feel bad for me because he lost me a shit ton of money. Um, and then below that, why is I know Russell Knox has been playing good, but sixty seven hundred dollars for Russell Knox? He's been playing really bad. I know he's been playing real bad. I'm just saying. So it's I, it's 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 everything too. It's not even like he just gets saved by like really a ball striking. Like the irons are still good, but like yeah. not very good off the tee. Putter is a mess. Scrambling's bad. Yeah. It's it's just not going well for him. Right. I mean, really, the the only two that I've even played so far is Cageley and uh, Molinari. And that's it. That's all. Okay. I played. All right. I mean, I don't have to touch on Brian Stewart. Like, 
I'm sure yeah, every good show player. talk about Brian yeah. Stewart is a good player, good match for this golf course. We all play him fine. Um, I mean, Dolphin's been playing good too. He played well at the 3M. I think he had a top 30 finish there. He's hitting his irons really good. Like he's accurate. Like this is his type of course. Uh, Sam Ryder's playing better again. Like he missed like six straight cuts. I think after the Honda, and then he, I think he finished. T3 at the Barbasol a few weeks ago. Barbasol. So he's playing a little better lately. Havoc Norlander's also playing a little better lately, too. Like, that's a guy who, after I think Tory Pines, like, he had a, a lot of good finishes up to Tory Pines and then just sucked for like three straight months. Playing a lot better now. So that's fine. Yep. And then, you know, Davis Thompson, I think of all those guys on like um, sponsors exemption that like, uh, turn pro after their college season. He's been playing the best of them. Okay. He's 6,500 bucks. Like, I don't know. I mean, he's been making cuts at least, so I don't mind him. And then Cameron Percy has been playing good lately. Um, he's hitting the ball a little better and he, this is like, he's on the outside looking into the top 125. Like otherwise go back to corn Ferry school, like stuff like that. So maybe he shows up with a little bit of a chip on the shoulder and, uh, you know, okay. gets a good finish. And I don't I think he's got to win this in order to actually make the playoffs and keep oh, his card. Shit. But I don't know. Maybe we'll give it a college try. Oh, man, he's a win. All right. So now I got to I'll be rooting for that. That'll okay. be fun. All, All right, right. Cool. That's it. All right. Well, this is your ad read, homie. Oh, it is. <laughs> Let's pull it up. All right. Well, um, I know the Olympics are over, but you probably caught all the uh, great soccer action at the Olympics. And uh, if you want to catch any more of that, just why don't you go to Paramount Plus? It's the summer of soccer continues on Paramount Plus. You stream over 2000 soccer matches a year from around the world. That's all the heart pounding drama from CBS Sports, including the UEFA Champions League, Europa League, Italy's Serie A, Argentina's Primera División, the Brazil League, the NWS the Asian Football Confederation, and the CONCACAF qualifiers, featuring the stars from the U.S. and Mexican men's national teams, plus much more. It's the best of the beautiful game with all the beautiful names like Messi, Mbappe, Ronaldo, Rapino, and Pulisic. Be part of the excitement as champions are crowned and history is made. The world's game lives here on Paramount+. Plus. Nice. Well done, sir. You know what's funny? I was listening to uh, one of the uh, Mothership shows, and Ryan does the... Uh, the ad read for the soccer as well. Did you notice that? Well, actually, I I, I think they had Billy Bahate. Uh, they put him in because. Uh, oh, the last one I listened to, Ryan read it. Okay, all right, because he's yeah. he's a soccer uh, yeah. guru of, uh, of yeah. the two of them. Yeah, Sean's like, no, nah, I'm not fucking that one up either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, who you got for your big shot this week, brother? Well, I mean, I can't I I can't fade I can't short web like. Why not? I, I think it's called the big short. I, I, I got something to short web later, but it's not going to be the big short. Fine. Seamus Power misses the cut. Yeah. All right. Okay. The, bu- the bubble is burst. Fine. Was it 20% Seamus Power in the 8,500? 8, 8, that, that seems like a recipe. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. 8,500 Seamus Power is a lot. Yep. With some good names around him, too. Yeah. I mean, we were playing that dude at 6,400. I know, and now not very long ago. Bucks. I mean, that's, and that's kind of why I don't really like Hank Lebio. Like, this was a guy at the beginning of the year who was like sixty three hundred bucks. So. But he hasn't won yet. It's his turn, sir. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Why don't we do one and done? We actually didn't do one and done last week. Thank so, God. So my one and done was actually so I was going to do Brooks Kapka, 
And then you gave the little stat that you withdrew from uh, the pro am. So I switched. So I switched to Louis, which is fine. But I, I, I need a win. Yeah, so, you do. Um, so I went with uh, your boy Tommy's best friend. No way, did you? I went, uh, I, yeah. I feel really good about him this week. Right. He's going to play the second win of the year. What's his number? Don't worry about it. Oh, I, I can find it. I'll look it up myself. All you gotta do is we'll talk, talk I'll tell you what the number is later. Um, I don't know who the fuck I've used. I think I've used Siru. I, I've I've lost track of who you Me too. And plus, you've repeated anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah, well, integ- your one and done integrity is uh, definitely in shambles here. Listen, man. Listen, <laughs> man. Okay. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, I mean, I think I said Tommy like four names at this point because I'm like, I have no idea who I've used. Here you go in order. Um, so Why I like Vita Pereira. Oh, I could do that. Yeah, there you go. I know you haven't used him. Oh, I definitely haven't used it. All right, yeah. I'll use Mina Pereira. There you go. Have fun with it. Let's go. All right, Mina right. Pereira. I'm not winning either of them anyway, so uh, let's right. go. Where the hell are we going now? Betting card? Yeah, betting card, Bubba. All right, to our, you know, desert of a betting card, basically. <laughs> it's a little light it's this light. week. It's light this week, boys. It's oh. light. I don't even have, once again, fucking uh, a book that will not be named fucking doesn't even fucking have matchups out yet. That's too it's bad. fucking Tuesday night at 950. All right. Let's think of a state where it's legal that we both can move to that would be happy. Ugh, Colorado. Montana. No, that? fuck Montana. Absolutely not. <laughs> you just offended all our three fans in Billings. There's three fans who there's three people who live in Montana. Sounds that's, awful. That's true. Fine. Oh, all right. Why don't we do a first round leader lean? Because I actually did the research and uh, got oh, one. Oh, yeah. All right. Go ahead. Let's all go. right. So. Seven of the last eight years, someone in the AM had a soul either solo or a share of the first round lead. Now, like there's been a lot of dead heats where there's a mix of AM and PMs, but I mean it's a little easier to put on Bermuda in the morning. So yeah. that might have something to do with it. There's not really a strong lane between one and ten. So I didn't just pick a bunch of guys to start in the morning. So here's here's some guys who start in the morning who kind of caught my eye. So your boy Seamus Power goes off in the morning. I know he's very popular. Maybe he gets off to a fast start. You know, Roger Sloan, um, he is a he was the first round leader last year here. Can he think he can do it again? I don't know. Maybe. I wonder what the, I wonder what the stats are on that. Like if you're the first round leader at a tournament, do you ever do it again? Not named Tiger Woods, and even then, I don't think. How many times is Tiger? I don't. Really maybe that's a research project for me in uh, in the fall during the uh, dead zone. I got I got a couple lined up apparently. <laughs> yeah, you do. Absolutely. I've had some. I've had some requests for some uh, research projects. Good. Um, well, one thing I noticed with Sloan, to actually, I just remember why I put the guys' list. I, I just perused it, just the round one scoring averages, and Roger Sloan tends to get off to good starts. Okay. Uh, Doug Gim's the same thing. He goes off in the morning. Jason Kokrak seems like he gets up fast starts. Taylor Gooch and Russell Henley. All those guys are starting in the morning. Maybe give it a shot. Yeah. All right. I like and it. All I, those guys uh, tend to rank pretty highly in round one scoring average. Yeah. So. Gooch is always uh, Gooch is Gooch is always the the dick tease. Um, and I've lost a lot of money on him in the first round later, um, but I'll bet him again. All right. You know, we never learn because I never learn. I'm very right. hard headed. Right. Uh, Give me top. T- I have a top 20. Yeah. Top 20 props. I only got one. Just one. Okay. Just one. Kirk okay. plus 350. Wait, I'm sorry. I didn't catch that. Who was it? Kirk plus 350. Okay. 
All right. I haven't put any down yet. I will be putting them down. So I put a list together in my column this week of basically guys 71 or more that I haven't bet for outright yet, but I'm interested. But from this list, I'm probably going to bet a few of these top 20. So Chris Kirk was on them. Nice. You know, I like I wanted to see. I, I don't have access to win bet, so I was waiting for what my other book is going to be, so I can you know shop prices. But uh, Chris Kirk's on that list. Pan Kazire, Ches Reeve, uh, Brian Stewart, Ryan Armour, CT Pan, Mark Hubbard, Henrik Norland, Jason Duffner. I'll take some sort of combination based on what the prices are of top twenties. I I like that little list there, yeah. and then I'll probably be looking to live bet them for an outright if uh, they tend to do something early. Yeah. All right. Yeah. How about top ten props? You got any? Yeah, to Siwoo plus three hundred and Kevin Na plus three hundred. Okay, I have zero. Mm-hmm. I didn't like. I didn't like the market this week. I like three to one on on top tens with somebody who I got who I feel like has a good history. Like, oh no, I'll take it. Okay, I I, I took what I would have put for top tens. I put the matchup. So, do, do you want to hear the the exact bet that I said you'd hate? Okay, let's do that first. Sure. All right. So okay. it's Henley and Kim both the top ten. At 121. <laughs> I don't hate that. I like uh, that. I think you hate it because Siwoo was in it. Uh, I think that's fine. Okay. I Listen, like, I'm not on Siwoo, but I understand it. He's great here. Okay. So that's fine. pretty good, Whatever. right? Whatever. 121? I think that's, that's going to be a pretty good sweat. Yeah, I think so, too. I like that. All right. Sweet. All right. Do you got any matchups or no? I, I, what did I just say? That's true. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I got four. Steve, you're sleeping on the couch tonight. I'm sorry. You should have listened. My apologies. All right. I'll cook you breakfast in the morning to make up for you. Sounds good. All right. So I one of them I had in my column, it's not everywhere, but it's 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 it was on my book, so I, I took it. So Webb Simpson and Louis Uswees are paired up in the match of this week. And Webb Simpson was a minus one fifty-five favorite over Louis. Absolutely insulting. That is insane. Like the only reason what? why is because Webb is awesome at the Wyndham and his daughter's name Wyndham. Other than that, though, Louis beats his ass at every single turn. Yeah, he's been better in the short term, better in the long term. Like I know Louis hasn't played this place before, but like he checks a lot of boxes. What you need to do? He's Akrov team and his irons good. Puts well in Bermuda. And Louis plus one twenty five against Webb. Come yeah, on. So I'm just gonna bet the number there. Like, I'll take it. Like, I thought about taking the plus one and a half strokes, but I had to pay a little juice on it. I'm just going to take plus 125. Maybe I'm trying to prove a point. So, yeah, all right. So, a couple of other ones I like. Um, congratulations to Eric Van Royen. I uh, got his first PGA Tour win. Now he's an official PGA Tour. Well, no, he already was a PGA Tour member, but now he's got <laughs> exemption for two years. Uh, I don't buy him for this golf course. Uh, I like Taylor Gooch a lot. I got minus 130 over EBR. Um, we didn't talk a whole lot about Jason Kokrak. I don't love him for this place. Okay. Like he hasn't played very well here, not very well at some of the comp courses. His form has kind of faded a little bit since the Rock and Mortgage. And I like Russell Henley a lot. Russell Henley's technically the underdog at minus one oh five over Kokrak. So I like him. And then I wanted to like Mackenzie Hughes, but I dug into where he's been good this year. He's been for whatever reason been really good at the hard golf courses which I wouldn't think he's such a bad ball striker. And maybe yeah. it's just because it's really hard on everybody that it just brings him down to his level. And then you just scramble and putt his way to a win. But on the easy golf courses, he kind of sucked. And Bermuda, he has been very good in Bermuda in his career. I don't think he's been very good here either. So 
Pan Gazire, like he just eats up Bermuda golf courses. So I think minus one twenty over Hughes. Like it. So there we go. Those are my four matchups. All right, fuck it. Outright time. All right, you want to go first? You want me to go first? Yeah, let's run through it real quick. So I'm going to add, homeboy, six sixty. My shortest bet was Harmon, but that was Monday because I saw him at thirty and I grabbed it. I don't really love it anymore. Um, And then Siwoo, forty, Yunez, sixty six, Leviota, sixty six. And kids, 50. And I said I'd go light. What are I got? Two, four, fuck it. Now I'm going to have seven. Talking asshole. So, so Kisner's form hasn't really swayed you at all. No. Okay. Didn't, Interesting. Didn't he, didn't he just break our heart last on our first fucking show, right? Yeah, I think we both had. Well, he broke our heart a couple times last year. He broke right. our gear yeah. and RSM. Yeah. Not, not great. No, not great, so. Bob. Uh, I mean, I, I've said enough praise for Russell Henley and Kevin Na tonight. Uh, I got I got Henley at thirty-five to one and Kevin Na at forty-five to one. So I'll wait. I'll wait. Henley's got to win Henley. at some point. He's been so close. Are you adding an eighth outright? Maybe. I might bet Na. I might bet Na at forty-five. Sorry, there's nine outrights. <laughs> no, All right, so two, Boston four, Camper six, bet seven. everyone. Oh, up. seven. Two, four, six, seven. I'll be seven now. Oh, but you know what? I got a star next to. Uh, I got a star next to. Um, Fucking love you out. I haven't bet him yet. Okay. All right. Um, I had access to a Sebastian Munoz number at 80 to one. <laughs> so nice. much better than the market. So, nice. so, so nice. I just, I, I had to take it. Um, yeah. Same thing with Taylor Gooch. I got him at 75. Ooh, that's a nice number too. Yeah. So I got him there. And then I added one before the show. And this is, again, just the continuation of what if I'm just wrong? And what if all us golf course nerd <laughs> experts, quote unquote, are wrong? And Matthew Wolf just bomb and gouges his place. What's he hanging at? I have a fifty-five. Uh, I'll do that instead. And he's got a he's got a big ass ceiling. Yeah. Okay. And like he starts off really fast too. Like you'll know if he has it immediately. Like he'll come out like birdies three of the first four, and then his number crashes to like eighteen. Yeah. And he missed it. Feel like a shithead. Yeah. So you know what? That's the only thing I'm going to do on Wolf this week. I know I mentioned him in DFS. I just wanted to kind of make a point. Okay. The outright is where I'm going with Matthew Wolf this week. 55. And then either I'm going to just light on fire immediately or he's going to go out, you know, guns blazing in the first round. And, you know, I'm going to feel pretty good about myself. All right. I like it. I think I'll follow you on that instead of not. Um, I mean, got anything to add? I got nothing else. Um, oh, actually, no, I do have some. I have something else. Okay. So, I think another reason why I'm kind of on this tournament is because this is the last gasp for a lot of just hanger-ons who don't have any business being on the PJ Tour anymore. So, uh, au revoir to a bunch of. Uh, Deadbeats like Scott Harrington and uh, Rob Oppenheim, your boy, Chris Baker, Michael Gligich. These are are guys' careers, dude. Vince Whaley. Bro, bro, this is a guy's career. Joseph Bramlett. Come on. Chess and Hadley. Take it easy. Matthew Neesmith. Take it easy. I'm sick. I am sick of updating your stats every single week. (laughs) I am ready for some new blood. Some excited, some like, you know, like unknown possibilities when we get to the Safeway. I just, it's just, it's been a colossal waste of time to update your strokes gain stats 
every single week just to see if you got something that's going to happen. And you just do nothing. So goodbye after this week. Maybe I'll see, uh, I don't know, at like corrals or something. <laughs> All right. So we got we got Salty Steve at the end of the podcast shitting on people's careers being over. Well played, sir. And they call me the mean one. All right. So with that, uh, I'll go ahead and sign us off. You know where to find me on Twitter, uh, Boston underscore Capper. Uh, come to the Slack channel uh, for the millionth time. Uh, good, good family we got over there. Uh, lots of good nuggets, lots of good uh, weird shit and uh, food and all types of weird stuff. So yeah, come uh, come over there to get some knowledge. Uh, other than that, uh, for myself uh, and uh, the God of himself, Steve Sherman, let's break them fucking books, boys. Let's go. Mm-hmm.